At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Uh, happy Thursday to you. Welcome in. We are getting ready for Week 17 of the National Football League and so much more. And happy Thursday. Happy it's Thursday. Thursday, right? Yes. Oh, I We're on the downside of the hump. We, I mean, it's the holidays, so is there a hump? At this point, I don't think so. I think we're just trying to get through to 2020. Anybody yes. humping around? <laughs> Bobby yes. Brown once said. <laughs> yes. Oh, we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Russell Wilson was benched yesterday, yeah. and the fallout continues, Monty. I know. The Denver Broncos really don't have a lot to play for. They have a slim chance of making the postseason. And now you're looking ahead to next year, and you're looking ahead to years beyond that. But what has transpired over these last 24 hours, and I say that because news broke yesterday morning and then it became official when Sean Payton made the announcement that Russell Wilson was not going to be the starter and that Jared Stidham would start in Week 17 against the Chargers, that the the information that started to come out first from the insiders seemed to be pro-team or from the team side of things, financial, that this was – something that Denver was looking at and trying to avoid guarantees down the line. And then a report from Jordan Schultz, the Bleacher Report, who was connected to Russell Wilson, says, hold on a second, this is what really happened. The team didn't want him to play since basically the end of October because mm-hmm. of those injury guarantees that were in his contract and actually asked him to waive some of those guarantees, something that he did not want to do. And then Sean Payton came out and stood up at a podium and said uh, it had nothing to do with money and and that stuff. I believe that's all BS. I don't believe what Sean Payton is saying there. But what I do find so amazing is I feel the first 16 weeks of the season, and really all of last year as well, we have taken time and as a whole, I feel that the opinion of Russell Wilson has been negative in terms of his playing style. Yet all of a sudden in the past 24 hours, 
I feel there is this surge for Russell Wilson and the support, and now Sean Payton is made out to be the bad guy, and it's just something that I'm having a difficult time getting a grasp on. Why? I feel like it's pretty – It's I think it's in front of us why – people are feeling for Russell Wilson. Because I think at the start of the season, kind of like you mentioned, no one expected him to do anything. There was already so much criticism coming into this season for Russell Wilson. And so we started that way. Everybody's like, oh, is he going to be able to do anything with Peyton? Then it was that whole at the beginning, Peyton talking smack on uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Like, just the beginning. There was so much drama already surrounding that team. And the fingers at the start of the season, I think we're pointed at Russell Wilson because Peyton coming in to be the savior. But now, after watching Denver put together, what was it, a five-game winning streak where Wilson didn't look terrible. Wilson had good games, <laughs> moments where you were like, it's still in there. And then all of a sudden, you lose. You're not totally in the playoffs, but there's still a slim chance. And you kind of just pulled the rug from under Wilson. And I think that's what the fans are seeing. That's what NFL fans are seeing, even if you're not a Broncos fan. You're seeing it right in front where it's like, but things were going okay, and then all of a sudden you're telling me it's because of money? Where was this before? It's a lot of he said, he said, he said. What is the truth? Who knows? Like, I, I just think it, that's what it is, is that we all saw him put together something for the Broncos, and then now they're like, never mind. The fact that you said Russell Wilson has looked not bad, yeah. kind of good, <laughs> is completely accurate. Yeah. And there are certain numbers that if you wanted to make a graphic, you can make Russell Wilson look like the best quarterback in the AFC this year. Yeah. There are other numbers that would tell you otherwise. Right. And it's funny on how it is parsed out because Isaac Lohenkron is at the news desk yesterday was pointing out the tweets that Russell Wilson was actually liking. Yeah. And how they were obviously defending his case and what he has done on the field and and the report by Jordan Schultz and what he had. There is a lot of uh, selective information out there. Correct. That's a good way to put it. And and in fact, I can, I can see through the BS that the the Broncos are, are putting out right now and Sean Payton's putting out because it doesn't make sense to, to the point of the slim chance of the playoffs. If they would have beaten new England, it would have been a completely different story. Right. And so from this span, when you talk about that five-game win streak, if Denver really wanted to bench him because they were worried about the $39 million being cashed in on the guarantee because of injury, then they would have benched him. But they didn't bench him because he was their best option right. to play. But what I just I, I find crazy is that people are pointing Sean Payton as the bad guy and as the meanie. Because they saw what happened in Detroit a couple of weeks ago when he gave the tongue lashing to Russell Wilson on the the sideline. Remember, Sean Payton, while he did take the job knowing Russell Wilson was the quarterback, Sean Payton didn't bring in Russell Wilson. Right. Sean Payton didn't say that's the guy we need to bring in from Seattle. Sean Payton has his own reputation to defend, and some may say that there are some things that are indefensible and bounty gate and the season that he was suspended all that stuff's fine (laughs) the one super bowl he only won one super bowl was something that that you know that we've heard only one time did he raise the vince lombardi trophy that makes a career for a lot of head coaches i just look at it this way sean payton has his offense and while there may have been some compromise to russell wilson it wasn't working out Mm -hmm. so for the bar that we've set so low that russell wilson has barely reached I don't mind Sean Payton saying, you know what, my future's here in Denver. We need to do something down the line. But because they asked him to take a pay cut or to to eliminate a clause in the contract, 
I just find it funny that the whole because of asking Russell Wilson, who's made millions upon millions yep. upon millions in his career, to maybe not get those guarantees and to ask him to change his contract that the Broncos are now painted in this this corner where what we want from our athletes is hey, perform and you will receive the money that that you deserve. That's what we ask. We hated when rookies made all that money in their contracts 15 years ago. Now the game has changed. But when we look at Russell Wilson, why should he get a free $40 million? So there's like a, couple, a couple of things I want to say. Doesn't make sense to me. You Sorry. Said. No, you're good. So one thing for sure is obviously I agree that Peyton had something to do with this. He didn't handpick Wilson from the beginning. He obviously had something to do with that. And I said this to you before we started. I'm really curious to know if I could sit down with Sean Payton and be like, what don't you like about Wilson? Is it that you just don't think he's good? Or do you not like him as a person for all of the antics that happen off field? Having his own office, the lunges on the airplane, kissing baby. I don't know. What is it? That's that's what I'm curious about. Now, this money thing is funny to me because I feel like the fans, like when I read comments on social media, it's kind of split. Like there's the fans that are like, get your money. You deserve it. So I feel like there's a lot that are like, no, Wilson shouldn't have to give up the money that he already yeah. signed a contract for. Why does he have to do that? And then there's the other side of it where it's like, my guy, if they offer, if they said this to you, then you just fix the clause and then let's make everyone happy. So there's both sides. And like, I don't. I want to say that you're right of like, you should have you've already made all this money. But at the same time, it's like, well, that was that was the contract he was given. So I, I don't know who to defend in this position. And Sean Payton didn't give him the contract, but Sean, Sean Payton, Payton just looked at as the bad guy. He, well, he probably – because it, I think it's very obvious that he's the reason that Wilson is being benched and Wilson is likely out the door. But Wilson is the one that has not adjusted to the Sean Payton way of things. And the, the stats – we talked about the stats – the most notable, noticeable stat of any of Russell Wilson's that you'll see is that he has actually thrown through 15 games this season. He has thrown for 500 yards less than he did a year ago. 50 yards, 100 yards is is not a big deal, but 500 is a big deal. Touchdown passes, I, I don't care about touchdown passes. It's those numbers are I compared them to RBIs. You know, it depends on if other guys are on base. Uh, depends on where you are in a certain situation. They haven't been great in the red zone. They've been they've been deficient in a lot of areas that uh, Sean Payton has had success in. And so, just the, the the point about where they are with Russell Wilson now moving forward. It's just this, Monty. Sean Payton is a lot has a lot in this game. Has had a lot throughout the NFL season, and it's why yesterday I said he was brought in to bench Russell Wilson. He's the only one that could do it. You couldn't have brought in another Nathaniel Hackett. You couldn't have brought in another person to do it. But Russell Wilson, for all of the lame Broncos country, let's ride, let's do all these videos. Um, For some reason, Sean Payton has just got under the skin. And it doesn't matter. People don't care about his time with the Saints. They don't care about the numbers. Sean Payton is just painted to be the villain. And I don't think Russell Wilson should get a free $40 million to just be there like there's this is the Broncos protecting themselves from a deal that went bad that's all that it is and I I just there's just too much of a lean to Russell Wilson for how much shade we gave him over the last 18 months to now him becoming the victim in all of this 
If he was truly, truly a, a victim, we wouldn't have been giving him the shade for his play and what has gone on over the last 18 months. If you signed a contract and they wanted to change it on you, would you be willing to give up the money? Not, And, and that's just the whole thing. It's like it was a bad contract from the beginning, right? From the beginning, everybody was a little shocked when the Broncos gave this to Russell Wilson. So I just – I would put myself in that position. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I would just give away millions of dollars that I signed already a contract for. These 500 yards that you were just mentioning, I mean – what what was the realistic expectation for Sean Payton and the Broncos this year? They've won more games than last year. They're still technically possibly in the playoffs. So it was they're already better and I think him throwing for less yardage in the same amount of games and not not an entire season goes to show that he's actually adjusted to what Payton's asked him to do. Interesting. In, Interesting. In terms of in in terms <laughs> like he's of... changed his style and tried to do what it is that Sean Payton is asking of him. There, there was there, and again, it's so great about this because you know what's coming from the player side of things. You know what's coming from the coach side of things. You, you hear Russell Wilson just taking the dump off pass, mm-hmm. not even looking over the middle, not even looking down the seams, which was one of the key parts of the Saints' offense in the glory days of Drew Brees and when they're winning Super Bowls with Marcus Colston. It's just a lot of dump offs, a lot of you know passes out in the flats. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's what actually you know you did in Seattle. It's funny because. The Saints and the Seahawks, when you look at their two matchups when they were in their prime, Russell Wilson is throwing to Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett. These are these are <laughs> yeah. small guys. Yeah. And I don't know DK Metcalf came later on, but like truly, like, mm-hmm. where the the Saints would have, you know, Marcus Colston's like six five. You know, Jimmy Graham and, and right. Jimmy Graham ends up being traded to Seattle, but enormous targets during that time. And so it's it's really a yin and a yang of like what they were trying to do in the opposite. Uh, of all of it so it doesn't match up and it just seems like Peyton is that's why I think the boiling over by the way in Detroit was and I think we all know that now of what's uh, happened over the last couple of weeks but yeah just it, it, it was a match that wasn't made to work and whether it was doomed to fail from the beginning um, so be it but you know Sean Payton was brought in for a reason and uh, Russell Wilson was there prior and unfortunately for Russell Wilson it's been two years of miserable football for him he'll likely have an opportunity to, to change it somewhere else next year but I just don't understand how we just switch so quickly and are just pro Russell Wilson, which, by the way, he's still going to get thirty-seven million dollars yeah. next no, year. No, no, he's is for fine. If another he didn't forty get it. <laughs> in twenty twenty-five. That's all that they're trying to protect Correct. themselves. Like from. it's not. Yeah, you don't. You don't blame the Broncos for what they're trying to do, right? And I hear what you're saying. Why? Why? All of a sudden, is he the good guy? And I, I don't even know if he's the good guy. I think just people are like. I have a friend, Anthony, he's probably not listening, he's probably working, whatever. Hi, Anthony. Big Broncos fan. And yesterday when we chatted with with him about it, he was like, I just don't know why do this now. Like, we have a chance. He's playing pretty well. Why do this now to the fans? We still have a chance. So it almost seems like Wilson was out the door no matter what happened this season. Unless you won a Super Bowl. Yeah, it doesn't add up. It does not add up. And I think that's that's why he's getting sympathy because it does not add up, despite all of the the antics off field. I don't have a problem with where Russell Wilson stands. I don't have a problem with Sean Payton. I I just find the response to it right. Everybody else, you know, if you're you know a Broncos fan, yeah. If you're listening in your car, when you're traveling on vacation, whatever the case is, I just I just the sense that I got through social media and, and reading the stuff yeah. that I did was that it's very very pro Russell Wilson. But while Russell Wilson was stinking over the last year and a half, and I'm, he didn't stink, but <laughs> hasn't been playing up to the the level of his contract, 
that that contract has been brought up, Monty. That's what they're saying. They're saying Wilson's $50 million a year for that. So the Broncos are trying to protect themselves, and now people are saying, hold on a second, you agreed to that deal, you agreed to that contract, like they're just this evil villain for being like, we just don't want to pay an extra $40 million for this. That's the only thing that we're trying to protect ourselves from. But why did you do it in the first place? Why did you do it in the first because, place? Because they, the previous... The previous ownership. Yeah, it, well, you know, it, it felt that pro- everybody else but Sean Payton felt that Russell Wilson was going to be their answer. Heck, they thought Nathaniel Hackett would be their coach for the next, you know, five years and the next 10 years. Or just. they were just like, we're going to sell the team anyway, whatever. Let it go down, <laughs> who cares? Uh, we're going to sell it. That was that was uh, the plan the whole time. We're going to leave the new ownership with this. They tried a, a <laughs> they tried a wall they tried a Walmart rollback. Yeah, That's what this that- is. They're like, why don't we just try to roll back the contract and <laughs> get a different it. It's it's it it's roll pretty back. it's pretty insane, but yeah, Sean Payton feeling a lot of heat. <laughs> He's, he's done it before. She's Monty Bolaños. I'm Dan Byer. We're in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio, live from the Tyrac.com studios. I'm Dan Byer. She's Monty Bolaño sitting in for Doug today. Jets Browns tonight. The Joe Flacco uh, fairy right. tale continues. Hall of Famer, I, Joe Flacco. <laughs> do you think so? <laughs> I mean, I think if he continues what he's doing with the Browns and they go far, how do you not? How do you not? I think that there's so much weight put on Super Bowls in the NFL 
more than, you know, winning other championships in other sports. There's yeah. just so much weight winning a Super Bowl. He has one when the Ravens were not supposed to win. I'll never forget that because I thought they were done. And my, you know, boyfriend was like, well, it's not over. And then he, you know, throws that crazy pass to Jacoby Jones. Was it? Was it Jacoby Jones? Yeah. yeah. So I he wins the MVP Super Bowl. And imagine, just imagine. He takes the Browns all the way to the Super Bowl. That would be quite a resume. Capper. How do you not? That right? Would, truly would be. <laughs> There's a lot of questions about Russell Wilson's gold jacket status. Right? Kerry Rhodes was in yesterday. He says Russell is in. I'm not too sure about that. I do think that there's a he has a lot going for him. Just yeah. like Tony Romo without winning a Super Bowl had a lot going for him as a you know, just the personality. Yes. Eli Manning's got the two rings and everybody wants to point to the stats, but a lot That's out there. A, see, and yeah. a, there, there you go. That, he's a perfect example of how much weight is put on a Super Bowl. We're going to put every quarterback from the 20 teens into the Hall of Fame at some point. <laughs> uh, Josh Dobbs is not going to be a Hall of Famer and neither will Tommy DeVito. Well, I don't think Tommy DeVito is going to be. But I just, it's funny because I feel that Flacco has now taken the torch in a season where we were so enamored by Josh Dobbs yeah. for a while. And then Dobbs kind of falls off with Minnesota, but who's there to save the day? DeVito, DeVito. So then DeVito takes the torch for three weeks of a story that we just love in the NFL. And now DeVito's been benched. So who's there to pick up the torch? Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Now Joe Flacco carries it. You know, in a season where Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs maybe aren't living up to potential, not Trevor enough. Lawrence has not had a, a great that year guy. by any means. It's hurt all the time. <laughs> that guy. Uh, Jalen Hurts, things just seem to be a little off in Philadelphia. He's hurting. These other quarterbacks step up. It's not just Lamar, Brock Purdy, and Dak Prescott no. that we're talking about. We're talking about Dobbs, DeVito, and... Jake Browning. Yeah, like there have been there have been backup quarterbacks that have that have stolen the moment before. Right. But I don't remember a time where these stories have just been such like heartwarming feel good stories in the NFL. I I agree with you cuz even for me Drew Locke just a couple of weeks ago for Seattle. I know it was one game because yeah. Geno Smith is back, but after his interview where he's like emotional, he's like I I still got it. Like I can still do it. A one, a one game, not like DeVito was a couple of games and, you know, but all of these side stories, you kind of are just rooting for the yeah. underdog, the backup quarterback. Josh Dobbs is running around for the Vikings, having no idea what to do. And we're all like, yeah, 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 yeah right? you go Dobbs. Yeah. And now he's like the eighth quarterback on the depth chart in Minnesota. Yeah. I, I think Tommy Kramer's ahead of him right now, but no, it's, it, it, and by the way, we're going to have some Viking quarterback news in about 30 seconds from Isaac Lohenkron. It is just interesting on how we get wrapped up into these these stories. I don't think we've gotten wrapped up into it. I do think that the NFL and parity has played a role in it. And we usually think parity at the top. But it has also allowed Josh Dobbs to join a team midweek and go in and win a football game. Without knowing like that's how names. That's how that's how mid the NFL can be. Yes. They beat the Falcons, who, by the way, are still in the thick of things in the in the NFC South. So it wasn't like they played the Panthers and just, you know, won against a bad team. I, I think we have these stories because of parody. Because honestly, Tommy DeVito wasn't even great. No. He was good in a couple games. But we still <laughs> fell in love with the guy. But his was a very specific story. You know, context matters. His was so specific because Giants fans were like, what is wrong with Daniel Jones? Sure. Like, they were just done, frustrated, and he came in like a savior without no one expected it. No one expected that. And I think that's what it is. And since this whole season has been 
mid, right? Overall, yes, overall. Completely. There has been no dominant team from beginning to end. All of the storylines have changed because it's just, it's been an interesting year. But yeah, no, Tommy DeVito, I don't think was expecting to, you know, no. have a, a Lynn Sanity mo- moment. To, uh, to dive into more about the change of the Twin Cities and more of what's happening now, let's jump to the news desk. Isaac Glowen Cron with us today. Hello, Isaac. Hell yeah, crew! Yeah, yeah. hell yeah! <laughs> I was Sam dropping a hell yeah on the group text today. Well, that's what Houston Texans fans are saying at the moment because NFL media has just reported that Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud has cleared NFL concussion protocol. Meanwhile, Buffalo Bills pass rusher Vaughn Miller spoke to the media a short time ago for the first time since he was arrested back in November in the Dallas area for suspicion of assaulting a pregnant woman, which is a third-degree felony. Prosecutors are still investigating. Here was Miller a short time ago. Everything that was out is... uh completely uh, wrong and, and uh, blown out of proportion. Uh, me and my uh, my girlfriend, we have problems just like any other couple does, but it's never been uh, any of the things that was alleged against me. So never in any of my relationships that I've been in, never in my current relationship with my girlfriend um, did any of those things happen. It is 100% false. Um, it's overblown. You know, I got the right people on the job. The Minnesota Vikings will start rookie fifth-round draft pick Jaron Hall at quarterback over Nick Mullins this Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Finally, Dan and Monsi, I've got a completely bonkers, bizarre story just coming out of the upcoming Rose Bowl game between Alabama and Michigan. Multiple Alabama players said today that Alabama coaches have not allowed them to study video on their individual iPads leading up to the game, apparently due to concerns that Michigan might hack into them to access footage of Alabama practices. Players are instead only watching video in group settings. Here are details from Alabama receiver Isaiah Bond today. This audio courtesy of AL.com. I was just going to say, I'm not surprised. <laughs> not surprised. Neither are Alabama coaches. Just to clarify, when you hear Bond use the word catapult, catapult is the name of the app that Alabama uses for video. In fact, you want to uh, hear that video later on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's hear, we'll hear let's it later, hear it later on. on, on because we got Josh Lucas, former director of player personnel. By the way, not surprised. Good job, Nick Saban. Take all precautions. <laughs> Michigan's a bunch of cheaters. That's all. That's all that we know here at Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Iowa Sam, are you with me? Yeah, a bunch of yeah, cheaters in Ann Arbor. I hear you there. I hear you there. He's Dan. the former director of player personnel for the Chicago Bears, joining us every Thursday throughout the season, and kind enough to do so as we're sandwiched in between Christmas and New Year. Josh Lucas joining the program. Hello, Josh. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How are you? I am well, and I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch of cheaters over there. In, uh... Never, never trust a skunk weasel. <laughs> Let's get into this Russell Wilson scenario. Monty and I are still talking about it. What has gone wrong for the Broncos quarterback? What was it that finally made Sean Payton say, all right, enough is enough? Well, finally made, this is a pure fiscal contract move. They they know the divorce is coming. 
And this this pulling in the final two weeks of the season has everything to do with him not getting injured. Um, him possibly getting injured these last two weeks um, and not being able to pass a physical on the fifth uh, league day of the 2024 league could potentially put them on the hook for an extra $37 million, um coming forward. So this is a straight, you know, as and I believe in Coach Payton alluded to this, there's some, you know, money dynamics involved. And this is what this is all about um, uh, as far as him getting taken out these last two games. Overall, I think it was an arranged marriage um, that was set up to fail. You know, I, I spent 10 years, the first 10 years of Coach Payton's time in New Orleans, um, that was a on-time, on-script offense ran by a quarterback who was capable of doing it. Um, when that thing was humming in 2009, 2010, 2011, I mean, our, our coaches were in there late at night having little fun bets on, you know, we get this look, we know we're going to score. And, that, and that's all execution playing on time. Russell Wilson is not that guy. He's made a living, a Hall of Fame living, on, on playing off script, you know, creating plays, you know, beyond the X's and O's. Um, and I think from the very beginning, you know, Coach Payton was constant, constantly alluding to we can't put too much in. And, you know, he was giving those subtle hints. Um, and as as it went stagnant these last few weeks, I thought I think that was kind of the, the especially this loss to, to New England was the, the straw that, you know, broke the camel's back. And, and really what happened these past few weeks, they've been very dependent on the run keeping it third and manageable. And, you know, the run game versus Detroit and New England disappeared. Lots of thirds and third and longs. Russell really struggled. The turnovers, the lack of production, and, and you saw, you know, two really bad losses for a team that had a chance to be in the playoffs. Hey, Josh, thanks for joining us. I'm going to shift over to the Packers, who I think they have found their quarterback. Jordan Love uh, seems to be figuring things out. But the Packers' defense hasn't really figured things out. They just gave up 30 points to the Panthers. Why has their defense struggled? Great question. Um, 2020, Mike Patton was the D.C. of Green Bay. Uh, And if you guys remember the – the meltdown in the playoff game right before half against Tampa, um, that that really led to his dismissal. And when they hired Joe Barry, I was in the I was in the building in Chicago. I remember the building being excited that they hired Joe Barry. Wow. We we knew how much talent they had. And I think we were right to be excited. When you watch this last three weeks of defense there's changes are going to be made when you are in a, the, the middle of a playoff run, you've done all this way to fight, fight, you know, fight back to get in the mix. The veto 113 rating Baker Mayfield comes into Lambeau first perfect rating ever for a quarterback in Lambeau in, in the month of December. And then Bryce Young, 110 rating. It's disconnected at all three levels. There's been a lot of uh, lack of continuity in the secondary with guys coming in and out. 
they've really struggled against the pass when, when they can't get home with their pressure. They are solely relying on the D-line getting to the quarterback to cause disruption because when the quarterback has time, it is loose, it's leaky, it is very surprising to watch how um, porous it's been this past few weeks. Um, and and they have a lot of guys that are really struggling. Both middle linebackers are having a hard time right now. Stokes, Keyson Nixon, both these guys are struggling. It's 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 ugly. What, and, and, why wouldn't LaFleur make a change then? I mean, you know, because he stood up and said, like, you know, if he felt that a change needed to be made, he needed to be made, he would make one. Why do you think that he hasn't made with so much at stake? I mean, they are still in the playoff picture in the NFC. Great question. And and that, to me, comes down to a lack of confidence in somebody else in the building to call it. Because someone someone from the outside this late in the season isn't coming in to save the day. And and that would be my inclination, is there's just not enough confidence in whoever else is in that building. And I don't know that staff well enough to speak to who has experience and if there are people in that building who have called plays. But um, I can promise you this, a change is coming. Sooner rather than it's, later. It, yeah, yeah it's, it's ugly. It's not like, it's you know, you, you, you have games where you give up 35 points and tip your, tip your cap to the other team. Quarterback's hot. Receivers are making plays. Pass protection's outstanding. That's not what I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching, you know, if 52's not getting home, if 91's not getting home, it's 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 uh it's almost 7 on 7. It's it's pitching pitch and catching they're going right right up and down the field. Think about that. DeVito, Bryce Young, <laughs> Baker Mayfield in three consecutive weeks when you got to win. You got to win. And I know they have some injuries, but it's not enough you know, where where it's decimated and, and there's still not enough talent out there to um play respectful defense and, and keep your team in the playoff hunt. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio, Doug Gottlieb Show, Dan Beyer, and me, Monsi Bolaños, in. And we're talking to Josh Lucas, former director of player personnel for the Bears. We just had a huge matchup. Ravens, 49ers. 49ers were favored. How did Baltimore figure out San Francisco? Yeah, start start on the Baltimore's defense, San Fran's offense. I think that's what everyone wants to talk about. I think from the very beginning, when you walk out of the tunnel, they can match the intensity, the urgency, the physical toughness. San Fran doesn't just walk onto the field with that advantage, and you saw it in the game. They they forced four interceptions with mm-hmm. Purdy. They scored 17 points off of those inter- off of those turnovers. Obviously, that was you know the storyline, the media storyline. You know, immediately after the game and the next day, when you really go through the turnovers, the very first drive, he doesn't. See, you know, he sees the backside safety. I'm not so sure somebody from San Francisco didn't run an incorrect route, a decoy route to pull that safety away. Um, but he doesn't, he, you know, the safety just is, is there and Purdy doesn't see him and, he, and, he, and he's not expecting him to be there and he throws the ball to him. After that, um, you know, you have the, the corner blitz, tries to get the ball quick to, to Debo. Corner does a hell of a job tipping the ball straight up in the air into the Baltimore guy's hands. Um, the third interception, third down play, he's trying to, he's trying to 
make an off-script play out of the pocket, forces the ball to Kittle, ball gets tipped up in the air. Fourth one was the most concerning one to me. Uh, he has an on-time, easy throw to his right, doesn't take it to IU, comes back to his left, tries to throw the ball to McCaffrey, gets hit as he's delivering the ball, goes right to the Baltimore guy. That's the fourth interception. Here's where I'm really concerned. In the second half of that game, it was the first time I've seen Purdy lack poise. Mm. He started to play erratic. He missed some routine throws that he never misses as far as seeing them and connecting. He looked like he lost some confidence. That would be my biggest concern going forward. So Baltimore did what they needed to do on D. It wasn't a smothering. Sure. We've seen teams, sweet teams, sweet, we've seen teams smother people, but then the box score doesn't show two receivers with over 100 yards and Ayuk and, um, and Kittle, uh, a, a, a back with over 100 yards on 14 carries. It wasn't a smothering. They did what they had to do. And that was caused the turnovers and take advantage of the turnovers. On the other side of the ball, the most surprising thing I saw on film, game ball to Baltimore's offensive line. They were outstanding in protection against what I think is the most talented D-line in the NFL. Them them or Philly. And will you give Lamar, the way Lamar's playing right now with how poised he's gotten on third down – where he can sit in the pocket. He's gotten so much better against zone coverage. They have the talent where they're hard to challenge in man coverage with the speed they have on the perimeter. And then when you give him the time that he was given on Monday night with his legs, when it's not there, for him to be able to go create off script. So they did what they had to do offensively. But what what really jumped out to me was how well their offensive line played. And that's is going to make them a very, very tough out come playoff time. They got a big one against the Dolphins coming up on Sunday. The Niners have the Commanders. Brock Purdy says he's going to go despite that uh, stinger that he suffered late in that game against the Ravens. Josh Lucas, thank you so much for the time. Happy New Year to you, and we will talk to you next week heading into Week 18. How about that? Thank you, guys. Happy New Year. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... 
there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Doug Gottlieb show at Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. She's Monty Bolaño sitting in for Doug today. Hey, shortly after the show, the podcast goes up. Did you know that? Like, shortly right after the show, just uh, right yeah. after Monty, it goes up? Yeah, shortly after the show, if, our podcast is going to yeah, go up. Yeah, that's if, right. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcast, and be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get your podcast, and you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. It's true, and I'll probably tweet it, too. So. Sure. You know, many then, ways to access it. Then we'll it. go back and listen, and we'll be two of our many, many downloads. So yeah. you can join the, uh, <laughs> why was I such an idiot when I said that? Um, let's have some fun and play a game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, oh, we're I not. Heard it, I heard it. No, heard, we're heard not it. playing. That's it. It's broken. No. We're not doing it. We're not playing a game? Oh. Sounds a bit rusty. Game time! <laughs> a little technical issue here. Game. Isaac Lohenkron, what game are we playing today? I don't know if your mic's on. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I feel a draft. All right, I oh, feel a good. draft today. Subject. <laughs> there it is. That, that's, I feel a draft. Oh, is our board having a seizure? Are we good? Um, <laughs> is everything good technically? It's a, all right. It's a good thing we have Dan here, though, to give us all the sounds that the board doesn't. I'm the Michael Winslow of Fox oh, Sports good Radio. Oh, yeah. God, Paul. Yeah. One of the most underrated voice guys of all time from the Police Academy <laughs> movies back in the day. The subject for today's draft, New Year's resolutions that are made but almost never stuck to. Here's the order. Dan gets the first pick, followed by Jason, Monsi, Iowa Sam, myself, and then back around again. So for the number one pick, Dan, New Year's resolutions that are made and almost never stuck to. If if we have uh, if we have time to do two rounds, we may only get through one, but number one overall pick, there's no doubt. Because the parking lot at a Planet Fitness on January 1 <laughs> is like the parking lot at a shopping mall on December 24th. It is. Like that is what is like, or on, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. It is absolutely packed. Hey, guess what? I'm going to shed a few pounds in 2024. <laughs> uh, losing weight is numero uno. And those parking lots are empty by January 24th. Jason. Um, you know what? I'm going to disconnect. I'm gonna, you know, get off social media. I'm gonna be more. <laughs> I'm gonna be more present with the humans in my life and get off of social media. And then I'll tweet that I just did. It. That I just, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then tweet when you come back and check. I'm just here to check things out. Hope everyone's okay. That's well. What you're you have to do. respond to all the people that said goodbye to you on social media, right? You know, and uh, hey, keep in touch. <laughs> if no. Russ, if that's Russell Wilson's New Year's resolution, I don't like his chances. Monty with the third pick. Yeah. So I always say this, and I never do it every year. I'm like, I'm gonna save more money. I'm not gonna spend on stupid things that I don't need. I'm gonna save money. Nope. That never. Not once. Not once. Iowa Sam. 
Well, sorry about those technical issues That's again. Right. I don't know what's going on here. The the, uh, the stager won't uh, <laughs> is that your answer? play. Yeah, is that your answer? It's like skipping. No, no. Here's my answer. Uh, this is one that I always say I'm going to stick to but never do. Stop procrastinating. That's ah. one of my big ones is procrastinating, using my time well, and I always go back don't, to my old Don't habits. worry about that resolution. Save it for February. Okay, yeah. yeah thank you. Just, that's all you have to do. <laughs> I actually, for the uh, fifth pick, have audio of myself breaking my New Year's resolution last year. Listen. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. That was dr- dramatic audio of that. Okay, so... <laughs> We don't have a music bed for this segment right now, but Isaac has his own personal job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's working. Here's my number six pick, and that is getting more sleep. Getting more uh, sleep. All right, yeah. if uh, we have time for a couple more, what, uh, Sam. What was your number five? What was drinking? The, that you oh, no, yeah. stop right. drinking. Well, well, that was not mine necessarily, but just generally sure. a New Year's resolution. Sure, sure, sure. Not, sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> right, yeah. sure. Sam for the seventh pick. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, hobbies that you've been neglecting, or that you're like, you know, I got this model car kit, and I've been meaning to put it together, and uh, you just, you know, yeah, I don't know, you don't go back to it. I literally had that written down, but ah. fine. Uh, that you're going to be a nicer person. I'm never a nicer person. Even yes, you are. You fulfilled that resolution. No. Yeah, right. You are who you are at this point. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, number nine pick, Jason Stewart. I'm gonna put more uh, more work into my craft, my craft of radio. I'm gonna put more work into it. I think you've done that. Well, hopefully, Jason. Uh, maybe like in July, we can talk about it in a different language that I'm gonna learn over the first six oh! months of 2024. Because why not learn a new language? Why not? You know, I said I put on my Christmas list. That's a battle. Muy bien. And yes. that is the game. Good draft, right. everybody. Yeah, back end that, Sam. That's game, huh? At least that's working. There you go. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb uh, Show. All right. Coming up next. Uh, yeah, she's something over here. Monsi Bolaños did something that I could never dream of doing <laughs> nowadays. She's Monsi. I'm Dan. That's next here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.